Switched on on FM 104 and I'm joined by Andy McCarroll from Geek Ireland. Hello. Hi, Louis. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So we are heading towards Christmas. We're what, five days out at this point. We're all kind of scrambling for the last minute yeah. presents or, you know, stocking fillers. And you did a list for, like, it's a gift guide for geeks is how you've put it. I love that you included a 3D printer in this list. Yeah, it's one of those things that I thought, oh, this is going to be astronomical prices. And it's actually surprisingly affordable. Like, it's just, you're kind of looking through some of the other stuff on this list as well, which is, you know, exorbitant amounts of money as well for, for what you're getting for very little. Like, this could be something that, you know, a couple of years ago, I never in a million years thought I'd be able to afford a 3D printer. I also think it's dangerous for someone like me to have a 3D printer because they'll just be, you know, lightsabers and Yodas and Batarangs all over Dublin. See, this is the thing, you could just go rogue, really, couldn't you? Yeah, I'd be very worried with this in my hands. Like, it would have been bad enough in my hands if I was, you know, eight-year-old and found this under the Christmas tree. As a 40-year-old man now, I think it's probably more dangerous than it would be in the hands of a child. (laughs) But it's a pretty cool gift. Like, even I would love that, just to kind of play around with it and see what you can do and make with it. What would you go for first if you had it? Oh, Jabers, I don't know. Probably something simple to see if it would work, like an apple or something. I don't know. Something really <laughs> simple just to just to see how it worked and then go rogue, like then kind of look things up and start going really crazy with it. Yeah, I'd be worried I'd try and throw myself into Batman and be you know, <laughs> killed within about 20 minutes of buying the printer. <laughs> oh, Jabers, that, w- that wouldn't be the good way to go, no. to be fair. <laughs> we also must mention you popped Lego sets onto the list as well. Yeah, Lego sets again, one of these things like I grew up, we couldn't never really afford like a kind of the nice Lego sets. So it was one of the first ones, you know, when I, when I got a decent job, I was making a bit of money. I was like, oh. uh, it turns out I still actually can't afford Lego because <laughs> the prices for them are actually more than a 3D printer. But just some of the things that I was looking at, you know, there's the, the Lego Daily Bugle set, which is just absolutely unbelievable. You've got the Avengers Tower as well. It, the Batmobile looks like, you know, we're actually cheaper to you know, build a real Batmobile and it looks like actually making, you know, one in real life would be far less, you know, difficult than mm-hmm. the, the, the million different ones they have. I am absolutely horrible at Lego. I end up, you know, I have YouTube on one side, I have the Lego on the other and I'm basically doing it piece by piece with, you know, some guy in a video and it is unbelievable fun though. And like my, my, yeah, my cousins come in and they just fly through it like they're master builders. It's, you know, it's, it's the most exciting and infuriating and embarrassing thing I can do at Christmas. <laughs> I also feel like it's kind of taken a growth as well. Like I think so many more people have kind of gotten engrossed in it, even if it's just a small one, just to kind of see if you can do it. Like even I bought myself a couple of small ones just to see how I was able to manage to put it together. Yeah, there is. There's a couple of the kind of the, the smaller ones, like there's a few Batman and a few Avengers sets, I think are about 20 pieces, and even I can do them. And like you said, I think the, the kind of the Lego movies, you know, if you go onto Netflix, there's like a million different Lego variants of every Marvel or DC character or Harry Potter or anyone like that. Like it's kind of a new generation, like people are introduced to Lego through the show, you know, realize, you know, there's this whole, you know, subculture of, you know, actually building the Lego as opposed to just seeing it on a, on a film screen. Yeah, exactly. And also I, I, was, I chatted to Bricks Dublin there a couple of months ago and they were saying that like even swapping it out from people who, who, who likes to colour, they, they're now doing Lego as another way of kind of taking a time out, which is great. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of like a meditation for some people. Yeah. I certainly don't find it actually stresses me out any more <laughs> than anything. So probably not the, the meditation I should be doing with the Lego sets. Maybe we'll get you the colouring book. That might be a better <laughs> option. <laughs> we also, you did actually mention a couple of books in your list as well, didn't you? 
Yeah, I did. I'm a huge you know, book, graphic novel fan as well. But the one for me, probably my favourite book of the year because it seems like it was written for me. It's called The Last Action Heroes. And what it's basically about is all the kind of the, the 80s and 90s action heroes. So you have the likes of, you know, Dolph Lundgren, Sylvester Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, Bruce Willis, and all the kind of lunacy and carnage that went on behind the scene, like, you know, down to like the pettiness, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, you know, Rambo had a knife, so Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. decided, okay, Predator, my knife has to be two centimetres bigger than him. I'm sure there's a lot of subtext going on with who has the bigger knife there. but No doubt. It, 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 <laughs> it's absolutely mad what was going on behind the scenes. Like Even things like Rocky IV, Sylvester Stallone was, was with Dolph Lundgren. He said, okay, I want the fight to look as realistic as possible, so I want you to hit me for real. Mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren turned around and said, do you realise I was like a world kickboxing champion? He's like, no, no, we're going to do it. The first punch Dolph Lundgren hits Stallone with stops his heart. And to this day, Stallone has an irregular heartbeat from that. So needless to say, they kind of decided, let, let, let's go a bit easier and use a bit of camera trickery for the next few fight scenes. Wow, that's probably safer, to be fair. And chaotic altogether. Because I was actually watching the Stallone documentary. I can't remember what the name of it is. But he kind of mentioned that as well. He mentioned the rivalry that was going on between all of them at that time. Yeah, it is. And you can kind of see like Stallone, Schwarzenegger and Lundgren kind of come out of this as the most normal of the people. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, or sorry, not Sylvester Stallone, Steven Seagal and Van Damme are absolute lunatics. And actually, Steven Seagal a couple of years ago had this show called Lawman. It was like a reality TV show. He was given, you know, he was maybe an honorary sheriff in, in the town he lives in. But because he's Steven Seagal and his ego is out of control, he thought this was an actual job offer and start going on raids with them. And it's just the most insane thing you've ever seen. It's like Steven Seagal riding a tank through a house where it's supposed to be a drug bust based on a tip he got. Turns out the tip didn't exist. He just wanted to drive a tank through a house and the poor people who lived there had nothing to do with this drug bust and all of a sudden, you know, 80s action star Steven Seagal is traipsing through their house in a tank and they're sitting there going, what in the name of Christ is going on? And that's one of the tamer stories that goes on in the book, as you can imagine, being the 80s and and the excess that goes along with that. Jabers, I would love to have a look at that book for sure. I've sold it well there, I think. Yeah, I think so. Like, that's really emptied up there. I need, I need, it's almost like we need a trailer now. (laughs) (laughs) I also think we should mention Dublin Comic Con as well. Yeah, Dublin Comic Con is coming again in May. There's been some incredible guests that I've had the, the pleasure of hosting a few of the panels there. We had uh, Barry Keown was there last year, uh, Ron Perlman, who, who played Hellboy, with Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek. Uh, this year, the only guest thus far that's been announced is the future of the voice of Bender, amongst other things, John DiMaggio, who is absolutely hilarious. If you've ever seen any YouTube clips of him with his interviews, he's somebody who just, he's like a human jukebox. He just flips into every possible impression. He's taking questions from the crowd he's just somebody who's like you know a human karaoke for geeks you know you tell him your favorite car oh i like this person and all of a sudden you know he's insulting you in the voice of bender so it's a <laughs> you know a, a, a bit of crack that's always for the for the dublin comic-con crowd yeah you're always in for good fun so where do you get tickets for that if you go to dublincomiccon.com mm-hmm. uh, they should be on there now it's uh, March is the date for the, the, the first one there's going to be a few guests announced just after Christmas as well uh, and a couple of guests that I'd love to tell you about now but unfortunately I think uh, uh, our own Olivia Fahey has a sniper <laughs> rifle poised at me right now so I wouldn't bother chancing that one that's okay we'll get you back again you can tell us all about it when you're allowed to <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> we also must mention vouchers because they're always a good shot to go for aren't they 
Yeah, it is. And it's kind of my little trick as well that I learned uh, from my girlfriend who kept buying me, you know, like hotel weekends away for my birthday. And I was like, this is really a present for you. Let's not lie here. <laughs> it doubles so, up, to be fair. It does double up. It does. If you were to ask me, you know, what, what, what I wanted for my birthday, you know, going to Westport for two days definitely wouldn't be on the list. Not that I don't enjoy it, but, you know, she's definitely buying gifts for me. So I've decided to get her back. Um, I've got her tickets for the Stella Cinema, nice. which if anyone's been to it, it's just the, the, the lap of luxury of a cinema. And they have some absolutely fantastic programs. Like obviously, they have the, the Christmas one going on at the moment. So, you know, you've got the likes of Home Alone, Muppet Christmas Carol, Die Hard. And you know, the food is incredible. They've got great cocktails. And it's just, it, it's an absolutely fantastic experience. It's like going back in time. It's like going into a 1930s theatre. But, you know, all the modern amenities. And, you know, watching up at Christmas Carol as classy 1930s theatre goers, I sure would have appreciated as well. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, I think I had the best time when somebody was bringing a cup of tea down to my seat for me while I was watching a movie. That was my, that, I just had to do it because I could. <laughs> I've grown food and cocktails and you're the lap of luxury for you as a cup of tea being handed to you. But the bar hasn't been set particularly high, Louise. No. See, I'm, e- I'm easy enough to please, to be fair. But if anyone wants to check out the entire list, it is up on Geek Ireland. Andy McCarroll, thank you very much for chatting to us. Cheers. Thanks, Louise.